Hello, and welcome to an overthinker's point of view. Episode 7. Uh-oh. Here we go again. First off, it's been over a week and a few days since my last recording. And again, as everyone can realize, you know, life happens and scheduling isn't always set in stone. Um, things to talk about definitely come up on the daily, whether it's sports, politics, or just historical um, relevant events. And I do always think about the podcast and um, just haven't had the time, the availability, um, the appropriate mindset, you know, um, to do it. But I found the time and I am taking advantage of it. Um, Note again, um, since this is labeled under a history podcast, I apologize uh, for still not a second historical one. Uh, For those who even paid attention to the first one or checked it out, I will, and I have decided that I will be doing a more linear approach with, um, you know, looks at mainly, you know, United States history. And before starting with United States history, I am going to look at, in my sense, um, Christianity from the beginning up until uh, the time that English pilgrims went to the New World to, um, you know, get away from the Reformation and purges happening in England and how this Christianity always had a strong role in the world, especially today. Um, And I find it definitely relevant throughout its history on what it's always been about. There's always been a battle with religion. Um... Even if it's not out in the open today, as you can see with the election, there's definitely a lot of religious undertones, especially Christian undertones, that seem to make it seem like real Americans are Christian, and Christian values are the ones if you vote for this candidate. And you always, you know, maybe wonder, like, why? What's what, What's the big deal? Like, we're supposed to be a secular nation separating church and state. So why is it still such a big deal? That's what I want to dive into first before I get linear with the U- U.S. history, but that episode's coming soon. That's what I decided finally, and I think that's the best approach, rather than jumping randomly. And I definitely look forward to doing my imperialism era and um, the like, because those are ones I wanted to jump to randomly first. And we'll get to it. But uh, without further ado... Today's episode, again, is on the more easier-to-bring-up topics of sports and politics. I know, I should have just labeled this a sports and or politics podcast. I wish I could label all three, but what can I do? I like to keep sports and politics together, I think, now, because it definitely fills more time. And, you know, one can just be considered an update, the other is more important, and it's fine. Um, But what I want to talk about today with that, let's start with the easy one, sports, okay? Um, We can look at and talk about what I've been avoiding talking about, as y'all heard in the last sports one I talked about. I did not want the Dodgers to win, but congratulations to LA for a World Series win for the first time since the late 80s. Um, 
I'm sure the city is loving it. I will still be critical of Justin Turner and what he did. Uh, doesn't matter. You know, got to be safer than that. I'm sure no one immediately is going to be affected. But there could always just be, a, you know, a bad outcome for doing something like that. When you're tested positive for COVID during the game, and then you come back out and even take off your mask. Yes, you've been around everyone, so everyone's already been exposed. So that, you're right. In a sense, that is kind of that. Everyone's been exposed to you even before you got the test. So why not? You're already exposed. But it's kind of one of the things to take responsibility and just at least we'll keep the mask on. Separate yourself a little bit or be in front of everyone just a little bit to where you're not breathing on anyone for the team photo with the World Series. You know, just a little adjustments. Because, um, you know, you got to take it seriously. But congratulations to Dodgers. Um, wondering and looking forward to when baseball starts up again and when, uh, you know, basketball is going to start up again. They're trying to figure that out. Um, and I look forward to when they figure that out. Giants, hoping you are going to figure something out. You had a pretty good surprise run, but there's still a lot of rebuilding that needs to happen with you, San Francisco. And the Warriors, I am so excited for you to come back. We'll see what happens. Um, moving on to the Niners. It's been tough. 4-4, four and four, you know. It's not bad considering just how it's been going with injuries. Injuries have been insane. I'm still going to root for the boys. Um, but I know it's going to be really tough for anything else to happen this year. I don't want them to dive. I want them to keep getting experience, push for whatever. A middle draft pick would be fine. Um, but, you know, again, let's see what happens. The Niners have a good core. we got to make sure that they stick around for another run. Um, never really got to mention it. Michigan State, you know, Big Ten is back. They've been back for two weeks. Um, Pac-12's coming back this weekend. I live in Oregon and Oregon State country. And being a Michigan State guy out here, it's not too bad. No one's really said anything yet. Um, but I'm happy they're back. They've played two games, got embarrassed by Rutgers, which is... I was, I was a little nervous about what that meant. And then you saw... Michigan State beat Harbaugh's Michigan, and that is just phenomenal. I will take a Michigan upset any day of the week. Um, next week, I didn't really check who Michigan State's playing, but I am very hopeful that it will be a good game. Chelsea right now moving on to football, football slash soccer. Um, a lot of draws and victories. Thankfully, they haven't lost in the last few matches. Um, a lot of their new starters are falling into place and doing really well. Pulisic got hurt, and hopefully that doesn't keep him out for too long because uh, I do want to see him flex with everyone pretty hard. And then similarly to the United States national team, I'm hoping that they, um, you know, in these upcoming friendlies in Europe where it's all just European playing Americans, like they build that chemistry and we could see a phenomenal World Cup team form. Alright, moving on from sports, politics. Today is election day. Doesn't mean to wait until the very end to vote. 
but it does mean that hopefully you have already voted you already have heard stories looked into things decided what you're gonna do you're somewhere hopefully you're not working and you can just watch results unfold um predominantly with what happens on the electoral college um popular votes are one thing we can at least see how people feel but the majority of the time it's the electoral college votes and whichever candidate gets 270 of the electoral college votes will become president um so we gotta you know look out for that and see who's gonna get to it there's been a lot of attempts of trying to suppress voters um through intimidation and you know whoever you support or not trying to deny it is hard you know because you can't say like these convoys of like trump supporters are in any way there to bring joy and not cause an issue by just being there you know um like there wouldn't be a need for a convoy of just those type of flags and alternate united states american flags which again i find the blue lives matter flag to be anything but for that it's an alternate symbol and it is flown by almost everyone who supports trump mainly you notice and i don't find it to really because blue lives again aren't real it's a job and you know just parades of those people that happened all over the country um the last few days um you know there's been reports of like places in michigan and texas of like gun owners being banned from the polling places because why are they even there and then being allowed to be at the polling places um it's like you know and there's warnings of just all the imminent damage and like anger that might come out of result no matter who wins no one's gonna be happy half this country has the flags of trump right so if he loses and he already said he's going to announce an early victory no matter what so if he loses or says you know he's not gonna get it half this damn country is so in love with his image that they're still gonna fly those flags and they're gonna (laughs) it's unprecedented times again whoever you're rooting for in it um even if you're not happy with either candidate like america right now is a very damaged place and you can look at past empires um you know there's always a point when they rise and they start to crumble and crack and then they go on a downturn and this is definitely that period that we're going to see with America. And many Americans that were taught, taught American exceptionalism, like, no, that can't be. America will always be up top. Rome was always led to believe they'd be up top, right? The Nazi regime was always taught to believe they'd be up top forever, right? Empires rise and fall. That's just how it goes. It may last a long time, but we're in modern times now. Things are always different. You know, the world is more globalized. And America is still trying to just hold on to being the powerhouse, right? It's politics and that, you know, I don't know if you hear tiredness in my voice or just anything different with it. It's it's just scary times, you know, anxiety-inducing times. Um, as a historian, it's definitely something with a lot of material that you can just take in by being first-hand witnesses to things. Um, as a teacher, it can be tough because, you know, you don't know if you're going to be barred from saying certain things or if the standards are going to be reworded or changed or whatever, you know, like the 1776 project, 
Not to be unfathomable as a history teacher. How can you not teach about the more important things that happened prior to that? There are things that happened prior to that that need to be taught. You must attack our past with a full, you know, like, vulgarness to just hear the bad. Accept the bad. And then just know that, okay, that was our history that led us to where we're at today. Um, You know, people were the people of the times in some cases. Others were ahead of their time with their thinking. And even people today are backwards in their thinking. Um, It's just history history existing. Just society is ever-changing yet ever-constant in the same way. It's just unprecedented times, you know. And right now, for a lot of my listeners, a few of you who are conservative-leaning, you know, I'm sure you're more pleased that the Supreme Court, out of everything, will last the longest. It's going to be more conservative. And it's, in my opinion, again, you know, it's more progressive. Stressful. Um, And I'm sure, you know, they can say, well, it's been more liberal for a while, so it needs that shift to the more, right, conservative side for a while, right? Checks and balances of that. Um, but I do know that there were a few of the head justices that were picked by even conservative presidents that had more liberal leanings and even, you know, eventually, like, looked into things outside of party lines and, like, did things based on what actually was right. And that upset a lot of the people on the conservative side and even the president or like you know past their office time like wow why did i pick someone if they're not gonna like help our party every time like that's not right and i feel like the three judges that were picked lacking experience in high like profile court cases just picked because you know they're probably gonna definitely accept the position why would you not you know jump maybe like five levels of your career and then just be at the top because the president's going to put you there. Like, Kavanaugh, that was a debacle. This chick, Barrett, no. I don't I don't see it. You can say words that you're going to uphold certain constitutional rights and not attack others, but, you know, people decrying that personally knew her, just how it all led to where it did, like she just came out of nowhere... Everything about it is just wrong. Especially if you find yourself and call yourself a true American. Like, it goes against actual traditional constitutional values. And saying, like, you know, Trump's just in there to mess up the establishment of it all. And get us what we really want. You know, the system's been too corrupt for too long. He's playing into it, too. Because he gets a big part out of all of it, you know? You're not going to like the comparisons to the evil dictator of the last century, right? No one does. A lot of them are like, no, that's not right. You can't you can't compare Trump to Hitler. Sure, he's probably not going to make some terrible atrocity of actually, like, killing off millions of people. But he's definitely doing all the political things that he did in the 30s, right? You know, you can look at McConnell and William Barr as the people who set up the Nazi party prior to Hitler ever being around, you know, the brown shirt. Um, I can't remember their names off the top of my head. I know Engels, I think, was one of the names, right? Um, And they found Hitler to be just this loud, rambunctious guy in the bars, in the uh, Biergartens, and thought he would be a perfect face for their movement because they were higher uh, positioned 
people and they didn't want to be the face of a movement like that and then they gave it to hitler and then hitler was able to write off with it on his own and got rid of those two later on you know mcconnell and Barr pretty much found you know Barr wasn't there but mcconnell's been around for a long time in power so he can be the one that is said to have found him knew what kind of trouble he would cause all around and it's always you know you see and read about it with top you know republican backing trump a lot of times says certain things or does certain things and i always feel that's just mcconnell saying yes this will cause what i want to cause this will cause a distraction to certain things you know so hopefully if tonight's results go on the left that at least Barr gets kicked out I know it takes time for switching the office, but, you know, I'm hoping that Barr definitely gets out first, and then through the rest of the voting that we can get McConnell out as well. Kentucky is obviously kind of stuck in his um, grasp, but hopefully the younger generations of the state will learn that there are better people out there that will fit their needs not the dying boomer generation that shouldn't even be holding on to power like this anymore again this rambling this overthinking my point of view which might not make sense or is just something to behold and wonder on through the slurring and the enunciations and such I just want this country to get past the tension point. Whether that means the big boom, bust, and chaos happens and we get the results of it over with and start going up. As someone who, you know, currently not teaching, but that will be my future. I know things of right now aren't going to be taught about for at least another 30-something years or 20 We'll we'll see what happens, you know. The last four, in my opinion, have definitely been pretty unprecedented and it will be taught about just the whole flipping and switching of the sentiments and mood of Americans towards each other to whatever the next four, next eight, next chapter of American history is going to bring in politics and just how people are with each other. Will there be a second type of civil war, violent or not? This country is getting pretty split and... The more the American flag itself is being used, although it has meant different things to different groups of people in this country. For many groups of people in this country, I admit it, the American flag is nothing but a terrorizing image. It is an imperial image. We are imperialistic in that sense. And I can't wait till that podcast pops up so I can bring it up. Alas... I feel that 20 minutes or so is a good amount of time. Go vote if you haven't. Get it over with before tonight. Be somewhere warm and safe and just have a beer or a nice drink. And whatever the results are, let's stick together. This is an overthinker's point of view.